Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters, personal finance for cool people. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking at noon? <laughs> so I can officially drink now. I am terrific and I am drinking Boddington's Pub Ale. Yes, it's noon o'clock somewhere. I guess it's here. And it is measured in one pint. Ooh, the only way beer. beer should be measured. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just drinking water today. So before we get started, if you have any questions about personal finance, including income, debt, budgeting, or investing, shoot us an email with your question to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Also, we are looking for submissions for catchphrases at the beginning of the show, and you can send them via Twitter, at Money Matters Man. You heard my catchphrase, personal finance for cool people. We want listener submissions. And better ones. Better ones. <laughs> we really want to hear from you guys. If you have any questions or you just want to be on the you want to be on the show or you just want to say hello, listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Today on the show, we're talking to Claire Murdo, right? Yes. Excellent. Okay. She is a writer <laughs> for readyforzero.com, which is an online tool that has helped people pay down a total of $150 million in debt. And the best part about it is it's totally free. So, Claire, how are you? What are you drinking this morning? I am great. Thanks for asking. Um, it's I'm in San Francisco, so it's 9 a.m., uh, so I'm drinking some iced coffee. It's delightful, mm. but... You guys are in the future, so I guess it, you're right. It's beer time over there. <laughs> well, it's Andrew's beer time. I don't know if it's beer time for everybody. <laughs> you're hydrating, which yeah. is also important. So exactly. It's also Tuesday at noon. Or, sorry, Wednesday at <laughs> Wednesday. noon. <laughs> so are you drinking iced coffee that you made or did you bought it from somewhere? <laughs> oh, no. I uh, Unfortunately, I bought it. This is, like, not showing well for the uh, saving money on coffee, but I did buy it. <laughs> Um, I usually make my coffee though, so it was it was a this is a treat. This are you morning. a are you a, like a um like a Mister Coffee like uh, brewer or do you do French press or an instant? What kind of what kind of coffee drinker are you? Good question. Um, I usually do the pour over actually with the cone. Oh, uh, just because it's super easy and uh, we have some good coffee here available to you know do that method and then if i have friends i'll do a french press I'll, I'll try and impress them with the french press um but just for me it's just just the single serving you know what though the pour over i'm gonna have to start doing that i i'm a french press person i, mm-hmm. love, I love my french press yeah it takes no. forever to make though it does i have like li- <laughs> sometimes in the morning i don't have the patience for it but um anytime there's coffee i'm i'm a happy i'm a happy girl so yes Yes, I'm the same way. So uh, we're going to talk about my favorite personal finance topic today, debt reduction. But first, uh, Claire, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about what Ready for Zero is. So Ready for Zero is a free online tool. Uh, it basically helps you to organize your debt repayment in the most efficient way possible. Um, so we really aim to get people out of debt as quickly as possible. Uh, and what you do, you go and you sign up, you, you put in, uh, your debt and you kind of put in your, your payment and, uh, we show you a graph to show you how long it's going to take, how much interest you would pay on that plan. And then, um, you kind of are able to adjust it, uh, and see how much you can save. If you add a little bit more into your debt repayment, uh, over time, you'll see how much interest you'll save and how much time you'll save. Uh, and we also um, offer a couple upgrades, which, so the core, the core tool is free, absolutely free, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple upgrades, if you wanted to do, say, track your credit score, we have that option. If you want to automate um, your payments, we have that option as well. 
So I do I do want to add though that you had said um, you add in your debts, but it's actually like you add in like your accounts where the debts are, and it's automated, so it's actually oh, super yeah. easy. Totally, totally, and actually, it's really exciting because so that's super easy linking your your um, debts just by entering in your your info, like that's all automated, and then it's kind of cool because today actually we just released the manual entry tool um, or feature, excuse me. Which, so say you have like a, a loan from like mom or something like that, you can add it manually. So you can have all of your debt all in one place, cool. uh, which is really exciting. Oh, that's interesting. I know somebody who uh, borrowed a bunch of money from her ex-boyfriend and is slowly paying him back <laughs> for like the ne- last like 10 years. So that would be a good thing to enter. Yeah, exactly. And well, I don't know if I would have done that in the first place, but. <laughs> <laughs> but now that it's done, you know, now you have a place to manage it. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Um, so you work for ready for zero. Do you, are you in any debt yourself? I do have debt. Yes. I am like many millennials out there. I have student loan debt. So, um, that's kind of what I'm hacking away at. Uh, I have about, I've gotten down to about 20,000 at this point. So I'm almost into the teens, Not bad. Um, but yep, that's, that's what I, what, that's what I'm up against right now. And do you, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're using the tool, right? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I use the tool. It's awesome. And I have to tell you too that um, I know I you know I work for this company, but I also remember the first moment when I put in my numbers and saw the graph and it was just awesome because what you see essentially is a, a downward graph. Like you see that yes, one day you will be debt free and it's really exciting because sometimes it feels like this huge number that you're up against. But when you see like that track and it's going down. Yeah, it's it's really it's empowering and compelling. So I imagine you're you're focusing a lot on getting rid of the student loan debt. Yes, yes, I am. Like it's um, a big priority for you. It is a big priority. Yeah, uh, I actually it's funny. I there's tons of options for paying back your student loans, and there are forgiveness programs. And I had been on the um, income based repayment program, which kind of. You just you know adjust your payments based on how much money you're making, and um, I was I, basically I just had no idea what I was doing. I was kind of throwing money at my debt a little bit, and um, because I thought that was you know it seemed easy to just make the the minimum payment that they suggested, and then I realized that. You know, it's like, oh, I'll pay it off in the 25 years or whatever that it takes. And I was like, 25 years is a long time. And I'm not super interested in being in debt for 25 years. And then I started to see, actually, that I was not paying into my principal at all. I was basically paying interest payments. And I was on the slowest track to get out of debt. And that's really what kicked my butt. So now, now I'm definitely uh, invested in paying off my student loan debt. And, you know, it's... And you use the t- you're using the tool now, and I'm I'm curious to to know if the tool or or if you adopted the there's two different um, ways to pay off your debt, and I've used one of these two ways, but I'm curious to see which way you're doing it. Uh, so there's the Dave Ramsey Snowball Debt Reduction Plan, mm-hmm. and then there's the math based stack method. Yes. So which one are you currently using? We are on the avalanche, so the stacked. Um, so uh. we do the yes, we do the highest interest rate first. 
So you pay as much as you can into the highest interest rate while paying minimums on the rest. And then once you have paid off that target account, you roll over what you were paying from that target account into the next highest interest rate. Um, and you continue to pay the minimums on the rest and you continue to, yeah, to avalanche down until your debt is paid off. So, so it is uh, the fastest way. Yeah. I'm curious, does uh, Ready for Zero like advise you on this? You know, if you have like a bunch of different debts at varying interest rates, like do they kind of help you choose where the money should go? It's kind of, well, it, since we do follow the avalanche um, method, it's kind of, that's how the tool is crafted so that, uh, because it will get you out the quickest, um, out of debt the quickest. But, you know, people all have their different ways and the the snowball method is a little bit more it's like kind of that like pump up you know yeah, like it's like pump, psychological it's totally yeah. yeah psychological and i completely understand that too i mean it feels great to pay off something like it really does um but also it's it's one of those things that if you can kind of see the timeline of debt repayment uh it's it's great to know that you're going to be out of debt all of your debt quicker kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's what we encourage. That's what the tool is formed around just to get people out of debt. And, you know, I said it was the math based method, but it really is the smart method. <laughs> yeah. It's the method, you know, when I, when I first got out of debt and I was learning to get out of debt and I, I read the, I read this, these two different <laughs> methods, uh, the snowball method made no sense to me. I'm like, why, why, wh-? you know, it made sense that I want to pay off the highest interest rate card first or the highest interest rate loan first because it's the most I, effective yeah, it's, it's uh, well I'm, I'm i'm giving them i'm giving these banks my money every single month and i don't want to do that i want to get that down so that i'm not you know because paying the minimum payment is just like paying nothing it's like just keeping it afloat yeah exactly i think that interest is such a bummer isn't it it's, it's like sucks it's yeah it's really sucky and um i think and i mean it's in some ways, you can use that, that that kind of terrible feeling that you get when you see interest rate as a motivator yeah. because that's absolutely true. You're giving money away that you could be keeping or that is yours. And yeah. um, so the high interest rates definitely kind of kick in the butt when you see that. Yeah, I mean, I had a card that had a 21% interest rate, and that was the first one I paid off. Like, Ooh. I didn't even – it was so high, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't care if it's the most like I, it was the card that I had the most money on, which sucked too. But uh, <laughs> I was like, you know what, this one needs to get paid off first. And I and I, you know, when I paid that card off, even though it may have taken me longer than paying off my like eight hundred dollar credit card, it felt way better to tackle that one first because it's like, oh, I can cancel this piece of shit card because it's twenty one percent interest rate. Like they can go to hell in my yeah. eyes. And it was a bank, and I was young and stupid, like you know most people, I guess, but. <laughs> uh, so do you talk to a lot of people who have debt since you're, since you're working for this company? Yes, I do. Um, I talk about debt all the time now <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's great actually. Uh, uh, I think one of the biggest things with debt is that it has such a stigma, even though so many people have it. Um, and I think that it's really important to talk about it because one of the things that's also a huge barrier for people is feeling embarrassed or ashamed or kind of just stuck in the idea that they are they feel like they should know more but they don't so they don't ask questions or they don't you know can't feel like they just can discuss it and and pursue learning about how to get out of debt 
Um, and so I love to talk to people about debt. And I think that once you start to talk about finances, it's actually a lot easier to get, wrap your head around it and to feel confident in paying it off. Claire, I'm, I'm curious because you're talking to all these people that, that have debt um, once they sign up you know, for Ready for Zero or once they get in contact with you. What, what's like their, their biggest concern? Like what, what are some of their biggest problems? Biggest problems, I would say sometimes it's, a lot of it is just kind of the mental barrier of like, this is going to take a long time. I don't know what to do <laughs> to get rid of it quicker. Or I'm just, I just feel stuck because I'm confused by the terms or a lot of it just has to do with this cloudiness. So I think that that's how people sometimes come into it. Um, also, it's just difficult to when you have um, a lender that's that's not helpful at all. You know, you try and learn, and they're not giving you any information. Um, so when we do talk to people who are in debt, or when I do talk to people in debt, like it's kind of it's kind of cool to have a conversation based around just like what happens after debt basically like what what's the motivator because I think that that's a huge thing for people because financial freedom is great and it sounds awesome but it also means something besides just like having a zero balance it also means so many more things that like you put your money into something else or do something that you've always wanted to do that maybe you're being held back by so um, I really like to focus a lot on that aspect as well like the life after debt have you ever gotten frustrated with someone who just you know, they're like, they're like paralyzed by fear or some other obstacle. And it's like, you, you keep telling them the same thing and they just can't get it through. And you just get angry. <laughs> I get so angry. No, I'm kidding. Just I don't get off your debt already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's, I mean, it's rough stuff sometimes. So I completely empathize, uh, with the idea of feeling stuck and, um, and, I really, that's, I mean, it's kind of the coolest when you can actually see somebody go through that, that kind of transformation mm -hmm. of being super paralyzed by fear and then continuing to pay off their debt. Like, it's so inspiring. I can't even tell you. It's, it's awesome uh, to see that kind of transformation. You know, I have this analogy that I developed when we, we created this thing called the wealth wheel and it's four parts. It's income then you go into debt, then it goes into budgeting, then it goes into investing. And as the wheel turns, you're, you're constantly investing and making more money. And, and the, as, as the wheel turns, this thing kind of grows. And the second part of the wheel after you get your income is debt. And what I always compared it to is if you have debt and you're trying to make more money and build wealth throughout your life, debt is like driving your car with the brakes on. <laughs> and it's like you're, you're going to get there. But because you have this debt, it's going to be a lot slower. So it's like the first thing when you get when you when you get a job after college or, or if you just have a job and you have debt, that's like the I think it's like a huge priority to get rid of it before you even start to think about how to budget your money or before you even start investing. But do you think people should kind of do all of those things while they're in debt? Um, that's actually that's a great analogy. I love that because um, sometimes so it's funny. With me in particular for student loan debt, I realized I was really phrasing it as in, oh, I just have student loan debt, like mm -hmm. as if it wasn't kind of a real debt. It's like a common thing. Everyone it's like has a common, it, yeah. like everybody has it, you know, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I just, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's a little stamp of education, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> like comes with a diploma. Um, but, and then it, yeah, it was kind of a wake up call. I was like, what, 
this is a lot of debt and I'm young and I don't want to have this debt. And uh, that was something that was a big kind of, like I said, wake up call for me to get that under control because I realized how much more I could do once it was gone. So I do kind of um, agree with that idea of debt does hold you back in a lot of ways and it's not a bad thing it's not something that you should you know if you have it it's like don't don't do nothing about it because you're so upset about it but um I agree that it's it's something that should be a priority to pay it off to to kind of get rid of it and um and I think at the same time you can also develop skills you know personal finance skills like budgeting um but the idea too is that you want to continue to pay off your debt. So it's like a lot of times people will really focus on budgeting and saving. Mm-hmm. Um, but another way is to kind of like, if you can, like increase a little bit of your income or find ways to add to your debt repayment. Um, and I think that's really helpful too, because sometimes, especially especially if you are fresh out of college and you don't have a job and you're living in an expensive city. This is my experience. Like it's kind of, it does, it feels like, well, where, like, how can I save any more? Like yeah, all I am yeah. doing is eating popcorn <laughs> for dinner, you know, kind of thing. And, um, and so, yeah, you, you find alternative ways to, to boost the income and, so, and yeah. how, like the, the alternative ways are finding space. Like, do you, do you then like budget for your debt payments? Like how, how do you kind of handle that when you're under the gun and things are tight? Yeah, but I think looking at like in the eyes, basically looking at your numbers straight on, head on, um, is really important. Um, I remember, I mean, I think a lot of people, especially if they're struggling, have this moment where it's you don't want to even open up the bill or you don't want to like look at your bank account because it's so sad. Yeah, um, depressing. It's yeah, and and that's it's I've been there, and I know that's awful place to be, um, in terms of just kind of feeling secure. Um, but at the same time, it's the place to go to realize or to recognize what your situation is truly like. And then from there, it's like, it's all about building knowledge too, and using that knowledge to help you pay off your debt. So it gives you a, a great look at what you have to work with. And then you use those, those numbers and that information, to really create a specialized plan or to create one that, that works for you. And you're talking to people who have gotten out of debt. Do you have any success stories that uh, were like super awesome that you can share? Yeah, we have tons. Yeah. We have a lot of success um, profiles actually. And we released one just a couple days. Actually, it was this, this guy named Michael and he um, is paying off a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt. Um, some of it private student loans too. So um, he was, he, he's, it's a great story because it's one of those, it's the same thing where it's like you, he didn't check in. I think he had um, the wrong address or something. So some of his statements were being sent to the wrong address. So he wasn't getting them. And then, but he didn't really do much about, it. he just, you know, it was, it was just happening basically where he was getting close to default. Um, and, and then, but then he like seized the debt by the horns and was like, I will pay you off. Uh, and he did. And so it was one of those things where, yeah, it can get really like pretty low. And then you just like dig your heels in and you say, I'm, I'm going to pay this debt off. So it was, I mean, that one is a great one and it just came out. And then we have tons of other users who have paid off. How their fast? Debt. Very, in, excuse me? How fast? 
You know, actually, I have to check again. I believe it, it was an impressive amount of time. I think it was maybe two years. Wow. I'm not sure. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to fact check that, but it was, uh, it was pretty quick. But yeah, I mean, the faster you can pay it off, the more you can, the faster you're, I mean, you may have to sacrifice for a couple years, right? Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, you're going to be able to go out and buy caviar and champagne all the time. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm drinking champagne and eating <laughs> champagne, iced coffee, iced coffee. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> caviar, some French toast. Yeah. <laughs> And also paying off your student loan debts. Oh, right. Yeah. It's possible. Just on the side. <laughs> so yeah. you talked about making more money to pay off the debts. Are you doing anything like that? Or do you have any, uh, like, has anybody shared with you some of their, like, weird ideas on how they were able to, like, get some extra money to pay off their debts and do it quickly? Uh, yeah. Um, so for me personally, it's great because I write so I can do some freelance. Um, yeah which has been awesome. And I definitely take advantage of that when and where I can. Um, I did, I think I wrote an article. It was like 30 ways to, to increase your income, which uh, showcases a lot of like different ways that you could go about it. I mean, it's, there are ways that you might not even think about. Um, even like in your home, you could take a, a 360 look around and be like, you can sell stuff, you know, some of the stuff that you have, you can earn on it just by selling it. If you're not using it, um, you can also do, uh, other things like, you know, rent out a room in your home. If, if that's something that will increase income for you mm-hmm. or, you know, it's, it's not always about taking on another job, but you could, or, uh, I don't know, gigs on Craigslist. There's tons of stuff. Yeah. Writing gigs. I mean, that's something that most people could probably do if they had a little bit of talent. Yeah. There's a lot of writing gigs on Craigslist. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's kind of like part of it is just taking a little, I guess a little bit of it is taking out, paying off your debt is kind of taking pride out of the equation. Like, I think you should be proud of your accomplishments, but sometimes I think people are like, oh, well, I can't take on a second job because I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a thing of like, well, that, that means that I'm really in trouble or something, but it doesn't mean you're in trouble. It just means that you're maybe honing in on some extra opportunity. Yeah. I can see that like coming out of a, you know, getting, coming out of a, you know, college and, you know, you getting one job is, is right now, hard enough to do and now it's like wait i graduated college and i'm working two jobs it seems there's a stigma to that that's kind of i guess not something you would want to come out of college with totally and it's what i can all share i'm like not you know now i'm shameless about it but it's like i when i graduated i well i was unemployed i lived at home you know i totally was that that person that graduates college and goes and lives with their parents and doesn't have a job. Yep. And then I started working at a chocolate factory, which is like I studied creative writing, so it completely was not connected in any way uh, to my actual education, but it was awesome. Now I can say I worked at a chocolate factory and I'm writing now, but <laughs> it's yeah. definitely it's definitely not a traditional path. And I don't think a lot of people are on that traditional path. So so normal. A chocolate factory? A chocolate factory, yeah. Like Wonka? Like that? Like Wonka, yeah. I just I, I put on my Oompa Loompa suit and Okay. You pour the sugar into the chocolate river and yeah. make sure German kids don't get sucked <laughs> up in pipes and stuff? Yeah. Okay. And I, I did well. No chocolate. I, I didn't no realize that was a documentary. I just thought it was a child's movie. <laughs> no. Oh, it's real. That it's was real. a documentary, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and, and all right. So I want to talk a little bit more about 
uh, ready for zero because I'm not I, – I unfortunately had paid off my debts before I became familiar with the tool. And if I had known about it prior to me paying off my debts, which I'm, which I'm happy that I did. I'm not – I don't want to go back on that. Uh, but tell me – like this is – I feel like this needs to be uh, – more people need to take advantage of this, especially because it's free. And we always talk about the tool called Mint. Which is a you know a personal finance you know sort of budgeting style tool and to just to keep track of your investments and this is the first tool for free that's that looks good and it, and it's like user friendly for debt reduction. Yeah, yeah, it's very specialized, and I completely agree that I would love to see more people using it because it is free and it's really powerful and empowering and um, and it's just really helpful. Like, you know, it's a really great tool. Um, I encourage people to use as many tools as they can to kind of help them organize and, and get their, their financial stuff in order. Um, and for the debt reduction portion, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. It, it shows you your timeline. It shows you a graph and then it, you know, sends reminders and updates and, um, and has a, a ton of cool features. Um, and it's free, which is awesome. And I think that, uh, if people, it's almost like when you're dieting or something like that, or Mm -hmm. it's like taking care of your health, it's not necessarily things that you can't do on your own, but it's always nice to have something that really helps you and aids you and is, is simple. I think there's a lot of, um, power in the simplicity of it. And it's, um, It'll work for student loan debt, I imagine, and credit card debt. And, and you said it, now it tracks it manually. So if you're uh, the money you owe your ex-boyfriend, those sorts of things. Yep, exactly. Your mom or whatever. All in one place. So yes. that is really awesome. And you're just and and you're just a content creator for Ready for Zero. Yes. Not a programmer or anything like that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so how are, you, how are you? How are you getting the word out there? I mean, are you are you uh, directing this towards college graduates? Because I feel like that would be a huge market for you guys. I'm sure you've thought of that. I'm sure yeah. you guys are aiming towards that. I mean, anybody that's in college and looking to graduate and wants to pay off their student loans, why not? It's free. Totally. It's like one uh, long commercial. It's <laughs> I know. I like this. This is great. But that's the thing. The thing that's great about that is that it's so true. Like that's really. It's like as simple as that, that it's a free tool and it's so cool. Like yeah. I think it's great. Um, and I'm like you said, you maybe paid off your debt before it happened, like before Ready for Zero was out, but I'm I'm using it and, and it's great. Um, so I'm lucky in that. But um, absolutely, yeah, targeting kind of the, the college students, people with credit card debt. Um, I actually personally think it's really – fun to kind of look at like weirdly people who like to travel um are very inspired to pay off their debt so they can travel more um and so it's it's that's a big inspiring thing because most people like I said earlier I think I like to know like people think of life after debt and so many people are like oh I wish I could travel more you know kind of thing um so that's that's one portion too that um has been fun to interact with or a network that's been fun to interact with but i like like that phrase life after debt yeah yeah and it it really is it's kind of is about that it's you know it's it's a long haul it's a long a long process and it's not necessarily always fun but it does end and then you get to rock you know rock it afterwards so 
So if you could leave our listeners with one big piece of advice, what would that be? One big piece of advice. Yeah. Um, I would say to visualize the timeline. I think that's the thing that's very powerful about Ready for Zero. It's powerful about how you approach your debt um, and kind of even just for your mind, peace of mind, to know the timeline, to know exactly, you know, what you're working towards, why you're working towards it. Um, set, Set those milestones, achieve those milestones, and also, you know, have fun in between, you know, don't, don't, don't let it take out, suck out all the fun. Don't let debt repayment suck out all the fun from your life. You yeah, know? you need that champagne and caviar sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, you do it sparingly, but absolutely reward yourself um, in a way that's fun. For me, like when I do exam, it doesn't have to be big. I, I buy myself flowers <laughs> when I do something cool with, uh, or if I pay off a certain amount. And that's, you know, special now. So Yeah, I do the same it, thing. Do you buy yourself flowers? <laughs> I buy myself flowers. <laughs> yeah. That's that's great. It's yeah. it's a yeah. You choose. I mean, some people maybe they want to buy themselves like a ticket to a a game or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, I buy myself a beer. Maybe about, maybe five or six of them. Buy yourself a beer. See, right. there you go. Andrew, you got anything else? Uh, yeah, but it's completely off topic. Okay, then we'll save it. <laughs> We'll save it then. No, um, no, we're fine. We'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but seriously, yeah. if you rewind the episode and listen very carefully, you know, just like, like turn the volume way up, uh-huh. you'll hear my cat crying. Okay. <gasps> oh, she wants to be in the office. She wants to sit on my lap, but I close the door. So. Oh, I'm. It's actually- not. It's not terrible. I don't torture cats here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love cats. He's a terrible person. Claire, I was, yeah. cat or dog wondering. person. <laughs> I I like all animals. I'm a llama person, actually. Just like llamas. Oh, that's new. That's new. I know. <laughs> You're a llama person. I'm, llamas are cool, though. They are cool. I will admit. Can you ride them? I don't know. I mean, I've never ridden one. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe that should be your next treat. That llama should be ride. my next treat. A llama ride. Llama riding, yeah. Llama <laughs> There you go. See, life can still be fun when you're paying debt. <laughs> you can ride a llama. Well, Claire, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Absolutely. It's, I, mean, I mean, I think debt reduction is the most important topic, especially if you have it. If you don't have it, congratulations. Go buy yourself some flowers, some caviar, some champagne, a llama ride. But mm-hmm. if you have debt, I, I mean, Claire will recommend it. I'll recommend it. Andrew recommends it. Readyforzero.com. It's free. It's awesome. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And remember, if you have any questions you'd like us to answer or you just want to say hello, please email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. We really, really want to hear from you guys. And if you like the show, it would mean the world to us if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. Claire, please leave us a review. Please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it could be one well, sentence it could be about I'll llama rides. like more cats please yeah more cats <laughs> on the show also yeah. we talk uh not only about uh ready for zero but a, a tool and we mentioned it early in the episode called mint and we highly recommend it it's free just like ready for zero is it's a tool both andrew and i use to keep our keep track of our finan- financial portfolio uh and andrew and i wrote a book and it's called mastering mint which you can find at masteringmint.com and if you enter the promo code podcast 
you will get $5 off the book. And last Dang. but not least, if you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we're always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes of this show at listenmoneymatters.com. So that's it. Claire, thanks again for being on the show. Uh, we definitely we should have you guys back on for sure. Absolutely. And Andrew, we yeah. look forward to the next episode. Later, bud. Absolutely. Later, man. Later. Later.